0: deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field, here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Utopia.
1: So, John, you and I will get some observations on training camp in just a little bit. You and I were both out there this morning and watched every minute of the Texans training camp. Uh, definitely a good energy there today. But before training camp even got started at about 6.30 this morning, the report dropped that... Uh, what I would say is I'm guessing Nick Casario's last due item before the season starts would be a Titus Howard contract extension, something I think we thought might come down this summer or before the season started. Um, it did come down today. Three years, $56 million, about thirty-five, $56 million guaranteed. A nice deal for the former first-round pick of the Houston Texans, Titus Howard. What's your biggest takeaway, John, from the Texans getting Titus Howard locked down for three more years?
2: John, I was surprised. I thought Titus would test the market. And if he stayed healthy and played well, like he's certainly capable, I think he would have gotten more money on the open market. But I also think it's good that he likes Houston. He likes D'Amico Ryans and the way the organization is being run right now on and off the field. So he took a deal, and he's perfectly happy with it. He didn't try to get too much and be greedy. And I think it's great for the team. They have he and Laramie Tunsil tied up now for years. That's good news for rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud and the running game with Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I I think even independent of who the quarterback is or what experience level the quarterback is, um, the, the strategy of building this offensive line the way that they have, especially if you think about – the bill o'brien era and once dwayne brown was holding out and he got traded how much disarray the offensive line was in for a few even with a good football team you know even with two teams that won back-to-back division championships their offensive line always seemed to be in a state of flux and hey this is as solidified an offensive line for the texans as i can remember since the heyday of the gary kubiak era 10 years ago left to right they've got all these guys under team control now for at a minimum three seasons, some of them four seasons. In the case of Kenyon Green, uh, you know, he's, he's got a first, first round contract. Now Kenny Green needs to get better at playing football. We'll talk about him in the observation in just a minute, but I guess to bring it back to CJ Stroud for a second, John, just how critical is it for CJ Stroud now that not only do you have an offensive line that has some good players on it, but there's going to be continuity on that offensive line presumably for the next several years.
2: Now they need to have continuity of their coaching staff. Chris Trouser is a fourth-line coach in four years, which is ridiculous when you're trying to develop a a line with cohesiveness and chemistry, and hopefully he'll do a good job like he did in Indianapolis, and he will have that stability that they've lacked.
1: Yeah. Um, Three years, 56 million for Titus Howard. Kind of lines up on a per year basis, John, with what Mike got from Denver. Uh he's a right tackle, good former first round pick, right tackle, like Titus Howard is, um, who's a good player, but not a maybe a pro-level player. So I'm with you. 18 million, he might have got more if he had a good season this year. I think Titus Howard has to feel pretty good about this contract if you were to look back where he was maybe sort of midway through his career, where he's getting flip-flop back and forth between right tackle and left guard at one point. And as you point out, all these guys on the offensive line have had so many position coaches. I almost feel like that there's untapped potential with Titus Howard just based on just based on all the inconsistencies with what position he's played and the coaching that he's had. Um, that now that he's got a solidified coaching staff that believes in him, uh, and he's gonna be we know he's gonna be playing right tackle, especially at that salary. Um, I, I think that there's there's probably still more room for Titus Howard to grow, don't you think?
2: And I agree. And I th- I believe and I think anybody that watches this team believes that if he and Laramie Tunsell, if Titus plays the way he's capable, the way this contract indicates, we know Tunsell, the Texans best player is going to play well. They could be one of the best duos in the league.
1: Remember draft night 2019, John, where the Texans were getting killed for letting the Eagles jump over them and get Andre Dillard out of Washington State? feels like we're a ways off from that right now.
2: (laughs) Dillard's never been a regular starter. Bill O'Brien really wanted Titus Howard. and I was told when they drafted him, he jumped up and down, scared the hell out of Janice McNair. (laughs) And, And that's not
1: nice. We don't like Janice McNair getting scared. We love Janice McNair. All right, so Titus Howard will be a Houston Texan. Um, three-year contract extension that is that was the big news drop before training camp Um, John as far as training camp goes from what I saw the biggest observation we'll get down to some of the things you and I saw with our own eyes are more localized observations the biggest news that the national media seemed to pick up on right after Nick Casario gave the update on it was John Mechie participating full bore in training camp we know that he was he missed the off and stuff this year not because of his cancer recovery but because of a hamstring issue that he had um but we know that they've you know they they've been eat they, they've taken it easy they've kind of pumped the brakes in terms of setting so- any sort of expectation level for John Mechie but everything that I saw out there today John and I'm curious to see what your observations were um you wouldn't watch John Mechie and think that that's a guy who's re- who, a year ago was undergoing cancer treatment <laughs> he looked like a
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Well, first of all, that's old news in the national media. D'Amico's told us that he's ready to go now for weeks, and uh, he looked just like he should look. The reason they traded back into the second round to get him, even though he was coming off a torn ACL in the SEC championship game. They knew at some point he would be healthy and able to help him. And then, of course, he had leukemia and had to battle leukemia. And so he overcame leukemia and the torn ACL. So he's got to be pumped to be back on the field. He and Tank Dell will be competing for that inside playing time. And I think it would be unfair to expect Mechie to make an impact at least early in the season. I think maybe second part of the season based on everything he has gone through
1: uh yeah i don't know man if he looks the way he did today uh i think people are going to be uh people maybe wanting to see some some early on we'll see but he was back full pork we're at number eight if you're at the practice on friday that's who you if you look for number eight although it's easy john this year remember a couple of years ago um the the jerseys had no names and the rosters they gave us had no numbers. Now we've got it all. We've got rosters they give us with numbers and names, and there's names on the back of the jersey. It's just it's super. Boy, they've made train camp a snap to follow now. These Houston Texans, I tell you. Yeah, that
2: was a Jack used to be special. Jack used to be ain't out there.
1: No, he's not. He's not. And he's not walking back in that building anytime soon. Um,